0: In a big announcement earlier from the Ontario government announcing that the mask mandate for most public indoor spaces will be done as of March 21st. Here's Premier Doug Ford. It's going to be up to the, uh, the people of Ontario. If you want to keep your mask on, keep it on. Um, if you want to take it off, take it off. All right. And joining us now, vaccine researcher, family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel is back with us on a Wednesday. Dr. Gorfinkel, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon.
0: All right. You just heard there the premier, no more mask mandate in a couple of weeks. Dr. Gorfinkel, as the time come, is the timing right, do you think?
1: I wish I could be celebrating about it. You know, it's been a long 21 months since masks were made mandatory back in July of 2020. It's hard to believe. But the problem is, I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to let go of masks in schools right now, We still have most kids, 5 to 11, not vaccinated. That's a serious problem. In fact, about one in three has has had two doses. No 5 to 11-year-olds, almost none of them, have had three doses. And when it comes to 12 to 17-year-olds, we're still under-vaccinated when it comes to having that booster shot. You know, so that's a problem. Plus, the vaccines aren't perfect. Why, I ask. Do we have to do it right after March break? So March break ends on the 18th. It ends on Friday. The masks lift on the Monday. So why can't we at least wait two to three weeks to see what the effect is when kids do go back to school? We know masks reduce transmission. So I'm bucking back a little bit here. This was not part of the original plan. We should be holding on to masks in school for now.
0: All right. That was my very next question, because as you've heard, I think a lot of people have heard in the news in the last, uh, you know, 18 hours or so when news of this kind of trickled out and broke that the end of the mask mandate was about to be announced. A lot of educators, a lot of teachers really concerned about the timing, as you mentioned, coming right after the March break. We know that uh, travel is up. We've heard that from travel experts, from travel agents that. More families are feeling a little more comfortable taking a spring break or a vacation coming up in the next couple of weeks. So there is, you think, a legitimate concern about lifting this masking mandate in the classroom immediately afterwards.
1: Absolutely. And I'll ask, how can we possibly put the onus on the individual child to decide You know, so the TTC, they're throwing their hands up. They're saying, oh, no, no, no. We're going to wait and see for ourselves. So the TTC is saying we're not so sure. The Toronto Zoo, this is interesting. They're saying you can't come into our zoo. We're still going to require masks on the 21st. They're not changing. So why the schools feel that they have to go along with it, I guess they're just doing with the rest of the city. But it would have made a lot of sense to see if, There are new variants. What's happening? You know, it's great that cases are down, hospitalizations are down. I want to ride that wave, but I think we need to wait a few weeks after March break just to make sure. It makes zero difference to the schools. The kids are used to it and besides, the Sick Children's Hospital here in Toronto is advising against it.
0: All right. Well, let me ask you, because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to us right now saying, if not now, when? hospitalizations are down, ICU capacity is uh, down as well when it comes to uh, COVID. Basically, the if-not-now-when question when it comes to the masking mandate. If it's not safe now, uh, in your estimation, when do you think it uh, will be?
1: Yeah, it is extremely encouraging that we're seeing, you know, low hospitalizations, low ICU. Then we're definitely on a downslope. And warmer weather is coming, too, all of which is promising. But then on the other hand, kids are coming back. And, you know, it takes two to three weeks to see these signals, to understand our case numbers going up, our hospitalizations going to go up. We cannot place the onus on the shoulders of those who are most vulnerable. And I'm concerned that that's sort of what's happening right now. If you want to wear a mask, you as the most vulnerable person, you as the unvaccinated person, you can choose to do that. But I thought that was the job of public health. I thought that was the job of good governing to do. And I just say, I don't think it's the right time. I think we should be waiting a few weeks before it lifts. I'm excited. Maybe, maybe that'll prove to be the right thing. Maybe we won't, we won't see an uptick. But I don't think we can assume that. I think it would have been better to do it more gradually.
0: All right. Well, let me ask you, what are your recommendations come March 21st for those listening uh, right now that might feel a little anxious about removing the mask? After all, as you mentioned earlier, we've been living with a masking for a couple of years now. It has become, you know, habitual for a lot of people. Uh, What are your recommendations when it comes to uh, masking in the foreseeable future? Uh, You know, I know the uh, government outlined it will still be public transit, long-term care, where our most vulnerable are. Masking will still be uh, required. But uh, when you go to places like maybe a crowded mall, that sort of thing, what would your recommendation be?
1: This isn't a one-size-fits-all, that's for sure. But anybody who is concerned, the unvaccinated should continue masking. The unvaccinated, of course, should consider getting a vaccine because it remains a pandemic of the unvaccinated. If you take a look at who's winding up in hospital, you know, but that's not to say that people who aren't vaccinated, if a person is vaccinated, they could still wind up in hospital. You know, that is a small percentage, but older people, people with chronic conditions, the immunosuppressed, you know, if there's a concern, by all means, wear a mask. You know, but what I'm concerned about the overall formula, though, is that public health's job is to protect everyone, including the most vulnerable. So that said, if the onus is to land on the shoulders of the most vulnerable, then I would ask the most vulnerable, including lower socioeconomic, to wear a mask.
0: All right. When we talk about protecting the most vulnerable, obviously that's a very important, uh, very key. Are there enough? uh... I guess, safeguards in place with this uh, announcement from uh, earlier today from the Ontario government? Because, as I just mentioned, masking will still be required in places like uh, long-term care, where so many of our vulnerable seniors are right now. So are there enough safeguards in place there for the most vulnerable, do you think?
1: Well, I'll share with you. You know, those are the people who are most at risk. They're extremely vaccinated now, those in long-term care. I'm talking about the community-dwelling elderly those are the ones who need to worry. Those are the ones who should continue wearing masks. I would I would suggest until the numbers fall, you know, reassess after two to three weeks beyond March 21st and then see what's happening. Because when kids go back to school, it's quite possible we'll see an uptick in transmission. You know, so they may be bringing new viruses back into schools and then taking those viruses home. And that's the problem. You know, that's going to take a few weeks to see. So it's better just to play it safe those extra few weeks. It's not that big a deal. Keep wearing that N95 mask if you have one, you know, to the mall, you know, to where you're going just to be safe. Don't forget, we got rid of the vaccine passports on March 1st. Now we're, you know, if we're going to be letting go of masks on March 21st, it might be a bit premature. So just have to watch our backs a little bit.
0: All right, Dr. Gorfinkel, stand by. we got to step aside and take a quick break, but much more with vaccine researcher, family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel with us as always on a Wednesday, running down the latest COVID headlines. We're back after this break. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show.